You're listening to the Lifted Life Podcast. We created this show to help you live a lifted life. Hey everyone and welcome back. It's episode 76 of the Lifted Life Podcast and today we are talking about uprooting beliefs. Now that is only if the beliefs are no longer serving you and if they're not useful. If you believe something and it's working out for you and you'll know it's working out for you if your desire and your experience reality are aligned. Otherwise, my opinion is that you could use a little belief uprooting. I thought it would be useful to jump into a couple scenarios that we have experienced as of late. And I also think it's always useful to remind you we're not talking about this from a place of we know absolutely everything, but rather as people who are doing our best to learn some lessons along the way. Not that we've got it all figured out, right? Being home with the kids and running a business and getting ready to start a distance learning program is those are all examples of how we don't really have our life together. But yeah. we're, um, <laughs> the more the more I try to live my life it, when looking at contrast, so trying to live my life through contrast, it sounds weird to say it that way, but looking at contrast and realizing it's just an example of what I don't want and it's an indicator of what I do want. So the way you opened that was we don't know it all. And if someone's listening could easily say, I don't like that. Cool. Now you know what you like. Right. So we're sharing information that's useful for us, but it may not be useful for you. Right. And I think that what's funny is that you said a contrast, which is something you don't want, essentially, mm-hmm. allows you to see two things. What you don't want, which is the obvious thing. Mm-hmm. But the less obvious thing is what, what you, you do, do want. want. Yeah. So we do have some dogs barking. We've got neighbors working on their yards, kids playing outside. This is a whole new world, people. <laughs> Jump <laughs> The show must go on every Tuesday, right? That's right. Okay, so one of the things I want to discuss as far as the idea of a potential belief that may not be useful is this idea of waiting for someone to save you or waiting for someone to come rescue you from the situation, be it financial, a health crisis, whatever it is, giving your power away to an outside person and wanting them to fix you. This can happen a lot in intimate relationships. It can happen a lot in the workplace when you have a boss or higher up that you're wanting to earn their approval. We have found, I especially, because I'm speaking from my experience, that this belief that someone out there can fix me, help me, heal me, some psychiatrist, doctor, boss, spouse, parent, that they have this magic blessing they can bestow upon me that I'll finally feel whole is a belief that's worth reevaluating. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to give an example of what I meant by uprooting beliefs. And then I wanted to jump into the idea of how to challenge a belief. So we can go back to some of the other things, beliefs mm-hmm. that may deserve to be uprooted. But before we do that, we have now a concrete example. And we also, I would like to do a little explaining of what I mean. So a belief simply means you've thought something so much and found enough evidence for it that you have deemed it to be true. There are so many things in the world, in fact, most things that are not necessarily true, right or wrong, they simply are the way they are. They are neutral and we have assigned meaning to them. And so if you currently believe something, that's great if it's useful. And if it's not useful or serving you, you can change that belief. I think so many people think just because they believe something to be true, that it's not malleable, changeable, non-disputable, non-disputable. Whereas the whole idea of this episode is every single thing you think to be true 
can and should be evaluated from time to time. I think it's important to be sure that you stand for something for a reason, not just because it was an ideology that was handed to you from your parents or a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. What you said was so powerful and it was so simple though. A belief is a thought that you continually think over and over until you have deemed it true. And you'll find evidence for it because you continue to think the thought you will find evidence for it. Everybody's Everybody yeah. has a red car. Oh, I can't believe I just got a red car because everybody has a red car. Mm-hmm. I don't like red cars. This isn't even a true statement. It's just an example. Suddenly I'm looking around. Guess what I'm going to see? Red, red car, red car, red yeah. car. Because that is what I've given my attention to, my focus to. It's what I've mm-hmm. decided to be true. True simply means you've given your attention to it, thought it enough that you've decided you believe it, continue to offer that vibration, which then puts your attention outward to find evidence and you continue to collect evidence for whatever it is you've decided to be true. Which is why in my experience, I interchange useful for true because I believe true is not really useful. (laughs) (laughs) That got trippy in a (laughs) hurry. That got a little trippy, but the idea of true in most people's mind means undisputable. Like it is a fact. The Mm -hmm. sun rises in the east and sets in the west. That is a fact. You can't really dispute that. Um, But is it useful? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and do you find a utility in that? And I don't know. I, I guess that maybe is an undisputable, but most things that we think are. <laughs> well, even are, if you said the grass is green, for instance. Can you dispute that? Yeah. I mean, and there's different shades of green and how you see green is different than what I see green. And what about when it's brown? It's not yeah. green then. Oh, that was good. Thank you. So um, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to take that moment to explore this idea that of what true really means, true to you, true to me is very different, it's all our perceptions, and then dig into a couple beliefs that we've explored and we have noticed um, maybe ourselves leaning into and then mm-hmm. deciding maybe to do otherwise. Do you have an example of what you would like to share as far as a belief that... What's well, funny, as you lay it out, I never saw it this way, but um, I was having a conversation with someone close to me and they were just telling me a story about the current events and they were talking about how um the generation of these days they they all want it now and and they don't know what it's like to struggle they don't know what it's like to go to do without and work your way up to get somewhere someday sometime and i just realized there was a point in time i would have been cheerleading them like you're right you're right we have to work so hard we have to do these things we have to put our time in we have to suffer struggle and as they're laying this out i'm like this isn't true this isn't true useful for me anymore this isn't useful for me mm-hmm. and i have this weird line where i let everyone try to let everyone have their own try i said try <laughs> to let everyone have their own experience mm-hmm. and i'm like is this the time i step in and say that's not useful i'm like well you know they are obviously getting some utility out of saying this i personally think that's why they are in situations that they are in because that's the reality. They believe it. They believe it. And therefore it. they continue to create that truth. I, I found myself saying, yeah, if you look for that, you're going to find that. You're right. The youth, um, they want everything now and they don't want to, but I'm like. They don't want to work hard. They don't know what work hard means. I'm like. Well, what's like, funny is we work really hard and we also say we don't believe you have to work really hard because some of our biggest breakthroughs were not when we were working hard. So, right. so here's, a, I guess, the distinction. You don't have to struggle. Mm-hmm. Work hard, I mean, even that is, what does that mean? Like, I think the person I was speaking to means literally going outside and Sweating. working so hard your body's about to break down. Yeah. That's work hard. Right. 
that's not how I define work hard. Right. And what the work that you've done has not usually looked like that, but it's been mm-hmm. hard work. And mm-hmm. yeah. So I think that you said allowing them to have their experience, which may be that there's some truth to that. But the reason I sometimes struggle with just allowing others to have their experience is when it feels so obvious to me yeah. that there's unnecessary suffering or struggling. And so then there, therein lies this kind of uh, dilemma. Conundrum. Yeah. yeah. Do I say, hey, looks like you're really struggling here. Maybe I could help. You see how your thoughts are creating all your struggling. <laughs> but, 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 but I, I seem to think, this is my opinion again, if you allow them to have their own experience, at one point they're going to say to you, why don't you struggle? Why, why is life so easy for you? How do things come so naturally? And then that's when you can say, because I believe what I believe. And Haven't you noticed most people don't say that though? Yeah. They're so wrapped up in their own struggling that they're not able to see that there's other ways happening. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's been my experience that yeah. I'm always like, I'm not just going to push my opinions on people. I'm going to wait for them to ask me. Nobody. Me 100 years later, nobody asked me. Just kidding. Sometimes yeah. people ask me. But generally, yeah. we're so wrapped up in our own way of being, our own way of doing, that we're not able to see that there's a whole nother way to experience life. And I think that, above all else, is what this podcast is really about and the Lifted Movement is really all about, seeing how when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change, and then from that vantage point, the momentum that you can create when you feel better is this amazing experience of life that ripples out to everyone that you encounter. That's what I think. And that is a belief that I hold. And it is useful for me mm-hmm. and it takes some practice. And I've found that anything really worth believing takes some intentional practice. It was this morning I was journaling and I found myself getting irritated with a variety of things. And I literally stopped, put my pen down and said, what was I thinking about? What was I focusing on? And it was all things that irritate me, annoy me and frustrate yep. me. So then I picked my pen back up and I wrote down things that I loved and I thought, wrote down things, how I wanted to feel. And I wrote down thoughts that made me feel that way. And I started to think about subjects that make me feel lighter and more energized. And it wasn't a few moments later. And I was literally riding that wave of enjoyment and excitement simply from changing the way my mind was, what it was focusing on. And I think that that is a big part of this uprooting your beliefs is that what you focus on, you attract more of, you create it to be true for you, and then you continue to perpetuate it with that evidence. You know, it's funny. We must live in the same home because I had a similar morning. <laughs> um, and I agree with all the things you said, and I think I did most of those things or tried to. But one thing you didn't say that I kind of circled back around to is be easy on yourself. You're not perfect. You're never going to be perfect. When you're perfect is when you're dead. So... Um, I would say that's beautiful and I'm glad it relates to you, but I don't, (laughs) I was frustrated with other people, (laughs) so I need to go easier on them. Like when I get frustrated, it's because I expect. Yeah. Yeah. No, (laughs) I'm following all those things you said, but when I get to the end of it, I'm like, but you know better, but you know better, you know, it's an inside game. You know that what those other people are doing have nothing to do with you. It's your own experience. It's your own choices. Go easy on yourself. You messed up again. Guess what? You got a lot of contrast. You're saying when you're in way. that bad mood for a moment. Yes. You don't be no, so hard on yourself. Actually, yeah. Right. When, I, when I look back on that on that that bad mood, like okay. So I'm in a better mood now. I'm doing all those things you're saying. I'm feeling better, feeling better, feeling better. And then I'm like, you idiot. Look how good you feel now. You could have done that 
15 minutes ago and I started beating up on myself like you know better you know better I'm like wait a minute wait a minute go easy on yourself gotcha it's contrast gotcha you got the contrast you know what to do with it do that I see got it good point yeah good point whoa (laughs) for you it's not (laughs) I don't relate at all but so many people say they relate to things you say and we, we both have our own unique strengths and weaknesses and so that's the cool thing about this podcast and the cool thing about working from home with someone that you're with all the time, every day. Locked in. Day after. You can't get yeah, out. Yeah, right. We have been spending lots of time on our front porch. I mean, getting some good sun. Mm-hmm. I've been doing some a lot of great too. people watching. Yeah. Okay. Before we go any further, I'd love to take a quick break to thank our sponsor for this week's show. It's Lifted Naturals. <laughs> I didn't do the dirty work and find a review and go dig through those reviews because I forgot. So here we are. I thought instead I would remind everyone that with four different probiotics all targeted to help with mood, it's not about which one will help with anxiety and depression like symptoms. It's more about which one will work for you. So we have two that are probiotics only and two that are probiotic and prebiotic. Probiotics are, of course, live bacteria. Prebiotics are the fiber that feed that good bacteria. Some people with IBS-like symptoms may struggle with our prebiotic formulas, the ones with prebiotics, but other people have found that if they go especially slow and introduce it at a very slow rate, their microbiome will adjust and then they get all those benefits of that prebiotic fiber. Um, Furthermore, we have four people in our family and we all take a different combination or a different formula because we've found that's what works best for us. So just as a reminder, if you try one of our formulas and don't feel like it's helping as much as you think it should or could, definitely reach out to us, tell us what's going on, and we can help you troubleshoot and either refund you or just send you a replacement. So essentially exchange it, but we don't even make you send it back because we do want to help you find the formula that works best for you. It's funny the way you laying it out that way. Um, There's four people in our home. We're all genetically pretty close. And we all take... you and I are not actually. <laughs> well, okay, we're not, but but we're a family, so we're we come from the same genes. Our offspring do. Yeah, uh, but we don't. Please reiterate that. Uh, <laughs> that's not what I meant. What I meant was there's four of us, and we're all taking four different things. It just speaks to how we're all actually pretty unique. And yes, it's hard to say which one because we get that a lot. Which one should I take? Yeah, like well, so I break it down into the probiotic prebiotic Mm. category and then i also break it down further into the histamine free and that's where it gets a little tricky because some people will start with our mood boosting probiotic it's our top seller with the most strains and species probiotic and prebiotic and they'll say oh i love this one it's really helping my histamine issues and i'm like oh that's actually not the histamine free (laughs) one but what that means is there is a strain or two there are a strain or two dang it there's a strain or so that could be histamine producing But there are also some histamine degrading strains in that formula. So if you're not mega histamine intolerant, then that formula may work Mm. fine for you. But if you literally do not tolerate most probiotics, you will want to go to our mood super strains, the blue one that's probiotic only, or bifidus mood boost, which is probiotic and prebiotic, but it has histamine free uh, strains and species. All of them are. So that's the, Mm. the, the wrap on that. So back to the show. Uh, today we're talking about uprooting beliefs. I feel like a radio show when I do that wrap up. Uh-huh. I actually, in high school, we did a job travel kind of have study. Somewhere? You have on a tape, right? Somewhere, someplace, there is a tape of me doing a recording. Maybe we can find that and that will be the sponsor for... No, <laughs> forget it. But it would be fun to listen to. 
Mm. Basically, what I'm trying to say is I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. I thought maybe I would want to be on the radio. Somebody said I was too pretty, but I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't have to do my hair. I have some serious fluffy hair. So sometimes but what I do they know? It. Nowadays, there's vlogs. There's all kinds of stuff. And, I know. Plus, yeah. that's really silly. So really silly. I really enjoyed that experience, but I didn't love being in this dark, soundproof room. I'm really, I'm like a houseplant with complicated emotions. I like sunlight, water, and movement. Again, stereotype. You know, right now we're in our office and there's windows everywhere. Everywhere. We can see trees and... Yeah. Greenery. We can see the wind. The green grass. Or is it brown? (laughs) Um, So anyway, I do occasionally like to make it sound like a radio because that was one of my dreams and I'd be living all those dreams. Back to you, Sylvia. Thank you. Today, we're talking about uprooting beliefs, and before we shared all the different types of beliefs that could use evaluating, which we only shared two, this idea that life should be hard and you have to struggle to get what you want, and that you have to hold your breath and wait for someone to give you the answer to life's greatest questions or to solve your greatest problem, we've, we shared those obvious beliefs that we've explored and we've uprooted, but we also shared the idea of how to even uproot a belief and what that even means. And in order to be able to uproot a belief, you have to understand that a belief is not something that is true or false. It's something that's become true for you through your perception, through your experience, through your continued thought and focus. And so there are some things in your life that you don't want to challenge that belief, and that's totally fine. But there are other things where maybe you are not pleased with your current reality, with your current outcome, and you'd like to change. So I feel like when it comes to creating a new result that you have yet to achieve, whether it's a certain time on a half marathon or it's a certain level in your company or whatever it is, this is the perfect way to create that change, in my opinion, is to take a look at what you believe about yourself and the task at hand. And you can write out a list. You can say, here's everything I believe about it. Then you can ask yourself, is this absolutely beyond a shadow of a doubt true? Or is it simply something I've decided to believe to be true? Most things are not true. They are neutral. We have simply given them meaning or given them a truth to us. And so even worse, someone else gave it meaning and you accepted it. Almost always. Yeah. That's how we get our beliefs as children. That's we're handed ideals and ideas from our family. Mm -hmm. And some of them are useful and some of them are not. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what my mentor, Brooke Costillo, means when she says emotional adulthood is this idea of, well, probably a lot of things is what she means by it. But one thing I think is deciding for yourself what you want to believe Mm -hmm. and also taking responsibility for how you feel is a big part of that as well. So so that that was the point I was making is that if someone gave you a belief, it's okay to have it, but it's also really good idea to challenge it to see if you actually believe it. Yeah, exactly. And I think that maybe if you grew up in a household where it wasn't safe to challenge beliefs, it can be a little scary or it can feel a little taboo or it can feel anti your religion or anti your family Mm. respect, or it can feel all of these things. But first and foremost, just tell yourself and to find that safe place within you that it's safe to, think about things. It's safe to think about things in a new way. And in fact, by doing that, you can deepen your relationship with those things, but being willing to truly examine them and to truly go deep with what you think about this specific thing at hand. 
So I think a lot of growth and also a lot of relief can come from being willing to uproot some beliefs. What do you think? I like everything you said. I was thinking about um, a lot of times I feel like, at least in my experience, I would challenge a belief had to happen. Like, I think it's possible to, if you have a desire to do something, that can be a belief as well, even if you've never achieved it. Like you said, the, the timing with the marathon. You've maybe never ran that time, but that can be a belief that you can do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, Another example yeah. came to my mind was something we were discussing. If you say, I want to be a writer, I want to be a programmer, I want yeah. to be a painter. Mm-hmm. It's not like out there somewhere is a version of you that is. As soon as you decide that that is a desire of yours, and as soon as you put it into action and you program, write, paint, you are you are that. Yeah. No one ha- has to give you a permission slip that says, mm-hmm. you've made it, you've arrived. Or spend so many hours doing that. I right. Mean, yeah. Now, there's a theory to become a master, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But you never said you were a master painter or a master mm-hmm. writer or a master programmer. And so instead, we're here to help you see that simply by deciding something and embracing it, then it it is so. And mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people put a lot of barriers between them and what they want to experience or create. And really, it's just one inch away from you by taking a new chance and believing that you can do it. Mm-hmm. I really do believe that belief is at the core of so much. We don't believe we're worthy enough. We don't believe we're good enough to do it. We don't believe mm-hmm. we have enough time. Any belief that's getting in, in your way is worth uprooting. And by that, I mean simply holding it in your hand, challenging it, looking at it, seeing if it's absolutely true, seeing what else could be true. That's one of my favorite things to play. Maybe this is kind of true, but what else could be true? Or reinforcing beliefs, like looking to them and realizing, wow, this really is true and useful. But usually I don't have enough time is not one of them. Right. Right. So another area to explore. All right. I think that's a wrap for me, unless you have anything else you want to add. Well, no, I'm feeling good. I'm excited. It was a nice day. I thought we had some good conversation. Yeah. Let us know. You know, I'd love to hear from you if you decided to embrace one area and that's actually where you should always start not with 10 things all at once Mm -hmm. typically it's best just to start with one thing and you can challenge your beliefs about it and you may find that your belief in them deepens or you may find that the way you've been looking at it isn't useful but i would love to hear from you if you did explore something and like i said it's usually a great area to start with something that you're not getting the result that you want to challenge your beliefs about it So we'd love to hear from you. If you explore this topic a little deeper in your journal, take a little screenshot or tag us on Instagram or Facebook stories. They have that too. Yep. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the Lift Life podcast. We hope you have an amazing week and we will see you next week. Bye.